Welcome back to an Ohio Country Today podcast. And joining me now on the phone is fair manager from the Auglaize County Fair, Ed Dunges. And Ed, we're here to talk a little bit about the Auglaize County Fair, August 2nd through the 8th. But before we get started, we want to talk about the effects of the COVID-19 crisis that we're experiencing. Let's first talk about what you guys are doing to maintain some sense of uh, normalcy, if you will, at the Auglaize County Fair. Yeah, um, you know, we're going through a difficult time just like everybody else. Um, a lot of our events have been canceled with several uh, weddings out here that have been canceled. Some of us have been able to reschedule, some of us not because um, of their time constraints and, and what we have available. Um, we've had a couple fundraisers that had to be canceled. Um, you know, you, you hope that we can get some of that rescheduled. Some of it is just going to be canceled for this year and, and move on until next year. Um, typically, at the fair, I mean, we're pretty much shut down. The office is closed. I sneak in here occasionally just to check messages and try to keep up with things. We uh, Our biggest thing right now is we're usually letting out the campers out of storage. Um, it's usually around the 1st of April. At first, we didn't start doing it, and then I started getting phone calls because they wanted to be able to isolate themselves from the family if they needed to. You know, we got some uh, health care professionals that, that would – I wanted to do that. So after we had some discussion on it, I need to pull six campers out to get to somebody's camper. I don't want to have to put all those six back. So we just started making phone calls and, and seeing who wanted them. I mean, we store over 200 units here. So it was a lot of phone calls, a lot of work, but it's well worth it. Um, some people want them. Most people can't use them. Um, for those that, that can't use them right now, we offered that we'll store them here. We'll keep them inside for another month or whatever we need to do to, to help them out. But uh, so we've been working through that process the last couple of weeks, and I, I think I pretty much got everyone called and um, just trying to help out where we can. Um, it, if people do have, for everybody. if people do have storage questions, how people can contact you about those storage issues right now at this point? Right now, the best way to do it is my cell phone number because I always have that on me, and that's at four one nine three zero five five six eight one and, and please if i don't answer just leave me a message and i will get back with you um i carry the, the list and everything with me all the time so i do have it at home um so i can answer those questions from where i'm at and, and try to get things taken care of the best we can and that email address again ed it's all glaze co fair at bright.net you know, it's really amazing how much storage you guys do on an annual basis. Since we're talking about pulling storage out for the season, why don't we give it a, a plug once again and talk about the multiple buildings that you have and in, in, in the price structure that you offer based on the vehicle or recreational vehicle that is stored there. Yeah, I mean, we start down with a commercial building, the fine arts building. Um, that's mostly generally boats. Um, and then we get down in the FFA building. Uh, we store cars in there. Uh, a lot of people store their car for the winter. Then we get down in the Miller East and Miller West building in the Peel Arena. We fill those up every winter. We uh, do the, the goat barn and the dairy barn and the 4-H horse barn. And we, uh, we'll put a few out in the open cattle barn if we, we get to the point where everything's filled. And, and for the most part, we fill all those up. So like I say, we have over 200 units here. Uh, again, this year, our, our pricing structure is we uh, $170 for the first 20 foot, and then it's $6 a foot after that. Um, 
Wow, very affordable. Well. It is very affordable. I know we get a lot of boats coming from Dayton, Columbus. I mean, I assume they probably are at one of our local lakes, but still they'll, they'll leave theirs parked down here for the winter because they, they tell us we're very affordable. You know, Ed, at the beginning of every year, you attend the statewide fair managers convention in Columbus. You review the opportunity to bring entertainment to the Auglaize County Fair, but you also have a chance to network with some of the other fair managers. And what's your take about some of the early fairs that are coming up? Of course, the Auglaize County Fair isn't until August, but there's probably some discussion or Anything that's come across your desk, uh, email-wise or correspondence-wise, regarding some of those early fairs? I know uh, the only real stuff we've been getting is, you know, you need to have a plan. Uh, of course, there are some June fairs, and I really haven't seen where they've canceled them out. But I don't know what their what their plan is if they have to cancel. I mean, it's pretty hard to reschedule a fair. It's just it's about impossible because it's, it's such a wide variety of between your entertainment your vendors and all that so i mean to reschedule it for this year i would think it'd be very very hard to do so i think that some of them fairs may or may not miss out on the whole year but hopefully by june that they can continue on and, and still have their fair but i guess time will tell on that you know ed we talk about the 88 counties here in ohio and the longevity of some of the fairs that have been around for practically over 100 years or nearly 100 years. But in addition to the county fairs, there's other events that are happening within those counties too. So you can see that there's activity happening almost every weekend once the weather breaks through the fall and maybe you know early winter for that matter. And so it's difficult to get that entertainment rescheduled or to reschedule those particular fairs, as you mentioned. Yes, it is. Like I said, there's just a lot of things going on. Um, even some of our other events, it's just hard to reschedule our events later on this summer because other community events, not necessarily happening at the fairgrounds, but you also don't want to uh, compete with other area uh, festivals and stuff like that. So some, sometimes you just got to cancel out and take the year off and, and move on to the following year. Ed, let's talk a little bit about the activities that are happening at the fair that are still on. Let's talk about some of those things that have been scheduled that you're looking forward to uh, having that entertainment at the Auglaize County Fair grounds in Wampakoneta. Yeah, actually, our next scheduled event is, is coming up first Sunday in May. Um, hopefully, they're, they're going to be able to have it. At this point, they have not canceled, to my knowledge, anyhow. Uh, we have a swap meet out here. It's a car and truck and, and trailer swap meet out here. Uh, that's an annual event that we have out here. Um also, May 2nd, the Walpock Athletic Boosters have their annual event out here that's been rescheduled. They had that, were supposed to have that in uh, a few weeks ago, and of course, that had to get canceled, so they've rescheduled. Hopefully, that works for them. Um, the end of May, uh, last weekend in May, we have the Walpock Tug Fest. That is a big event out here. I, I really, as long with all of them, I hate to see anything get canceled, but they've We've talked, we've tried to come up with alternative dates for them if needed, but at this point they're holding fast and hopefully they'll be able to get that one pulled off. Um, you know, we get into June, we, we've got some uh, some more weddings scheduled for June. All the, the weddings that we had in April and May were already canceled. 
Um, they have a couple more coming up in June, and hopefully they can they can get those uh, in. Uh, we have a community picnic or a company picnic out here. Excuse me. Um, and I, I want to speak about that a little bit. You know, we we have a great location for a, a, a company family picnic out here. Uh, this particular one is going to be down at the commercial building. Um, you know, the the junior fair and exhibit building, the only two buildings that we have air conditioning in on the fairgrounds. But you get into June, it's still some pretty nice weather. Uh, commercial building is a, is a nice setting for a, uh, a, a little company picnic like that. Um, got plenty of room down there. There's plenty of parking. There's plenty of grass in area where the, the kids can go out and play. Uh, you know, you can set up your own cornhole tournament. I've seen where they go ahead and, and, and bring the local pony ride company in and, and give free pony rides for the afternoon or, or they'll bring in the um, blow up uh, gym sets and, and uh, let the kids play on them. So there's, there's a lot of opportunities for, for functions like that. And, anybody has any interest, please give us a call. We can certainly try to work something out for you. Um, getting into mid-June, mid-June thir- uh, 13th, we got the Lima Rabbit Breeders out of their semi-annual rabbit show here. That's a big event. Um, you know, I, I guess I always thought about rabbit shows was the, the, the little kids showing their 4-H rabbits. Well, uh, this is a real deal. I mean, these are adults that are really get into showing the rabbits. I mean, a rabbit show is, is just like a steer show, an open steer show. I mean, these people get into it. They enjoy it. Great group of people to work with. Um, and, and they do a real good job. They have teaching sessions for the kids. That the judge will sit down with them and, and explain to them, this is what we're doing. This is what we're looking for. And, and it's, it's just really a nice event and great people to work with. Um, June 20th, we have our, an annual pool tournament. We actually had two different pool tournaments here last year. Um, and those guys are great to work with. Uh, they set up, they'll, they'll haul in probably 12 to 15 pool tables for the weekend, and they just shoot pool all day. So, really a good one. Um, then we get into July. That first weekend, July, is the St. Joe Fall Festival. That has been a staple festival here for a long, long time. They've got a, a really good history here. Great group of people to work with. Put on a great event. I know there's a lot of people in the area that look forward to that event every year. And um, they just, they, they've they been here a long time and they do a good job of good people to work with. They, they, they set up themselves. They clean up themselves. They pretty much take over the whole fairground. So it is another big event. And when you talk to the old timers, they They'll talk about two events at the fairgrounds. One is the St. Joe Festival, and the other one is the Lakes County Fair. So there's a lot of history here, and we wish them the best of luck again this year. Absolutely. You know, it seems like there is plenty of activity once we get out of this COVID-19 crisis. But more importantly, for those that had to cancel, I think it's important to remind them that they can reschedule at this point. And as you mentioned, there are all kinds of activities that seem to be happening every weekend up until the fair and past the fair. So if they need to reschedule, they need to call you now. Yeah, they do. Um, our fall is filling up. And we had a pretty busy schedule um, after the fair, September, October, even into November. Um, but we still have some open dates, and, and if we can work something out, we'd be more than glad to talk to anybody and see what we can come up with for them. Ed, um, Ed the Oglace County Fair is scheduled for August 2nd through August 8th still. 
Let's talk a little bit about what the intention is as far as entertainment and some of the things we can look forward to on a more positive note for this year's Anglaise County Fair. You know, we're, we're heading toward the fair. I mean, everything at this point is starting to gear up toward the fair. Um, we got saying most of our stuff is scheduled. Uh, we're, we're planning on having a fair. If we have to make changes at the end, then we'll adjust. But at this point, we're full bore. Um, you know, we got Burton Brother, uh, Burton Brother Amusements Ride Company coming in this year. Um, be the first of a three-year contract with them. After last year's fair, we didn't feel real comfortable that the ride company had was going to come back. Um, and our guess was right because they not only pulled out of our fair, but they pulled out of Ohio altogether. So we need, we knew we were going to need a new ride company. After last year's fair, we went and visited probably half a dozen different fairs and different ride companies. And, and we met with Burton Brothers a couple different times at the, the fairs that they were set up at and, and talked to the people and, and decided we liked what we've seen and brought it back to the board. And the board wanted us to go ahead and get a get a three-year contract signed with them. So we know Burton Brothers are going to be here for the next three years, and, and we're looking forward to working with them. They're, they're a good group of people and have a nice playing show. Um, another new event we got coming in is the, the Ready, Do- Ready Goat Dog Show. Uh, we've had dog shows here before, you know, with the, the pool and the, the dock and all that. And this is similar to that, but of course they're going to have a little different flair to it. So we're looking forward to seeing them. And, and there's another event that we found at the uh, convention that you'd mentioned earlier. That's the kind of stuff that is set up down there and, and gives us a chance to look and talk to them. And so that's where we come up with that, along with the, the, the glass blowing studio. We'll be returning again this year. Uh, last year was our first year here. We found them <clears throat> down there at the, the convention also, along with the Bear Hollow Wood Carvers. Bear Hollow Wood Carvers have been here for several years now, and uh, it, it's always neat to to see and, and, and the anticipation of what they're going to do for us each year because every year they carve something different. You know, the first couple of years they were here, Jason, the owner, uh, was down here, and last year because of scheduling he sent one of his other guys i mean he has he's had the 12 or 14 guys carving for him so this, this is a big company that they, they travel all over the united states and i'll tell you what he sent one of his other guys here and the workmanship and the, the, the quality of the work was, was just as good as the owner would have been here he did a great job for us and looking forward to seeing what they can do for us again um they always donate the wood carvings, then get donated to the Junior Fair Boosters. The Junior Fair Boosters Club, in, in turn, goes ahead and has an auction with them on Saturday evening of the fair. Um, that generates a, a nice little sum of money. Uh, it does very well for us. And the Junior Fair Boosters, in turn, give it back to the fairgrounds. Everything they bring in stays at the fairgrounds, primarily to help out with the Junior Fair end of things. Um, yeah, let's talk about that. Let's talk about the junior fair, Ed. Yeah, the junior fair. You know, one of our biggest changes we're going to see this year, I'm afraid, is going to be the junior fair end of things. Um, the Ohio Extension Office is closed down until July 6th. Um, that's going to give them like 25 days to, to get everything put together and, and get to, get ready for the fair. So it, it's going to be difficult. I think it's going to be some some changes that we're going to have to accept. It's not going to be the fair that we're used to having from that uh, angle. Beth Miller does a great job, and, and she's got set her work cut out for her. 
and I start to understand the work she's got cut out for because actually I have a, my youngest daughter is actually the extension agent over at Mercer County. So I hear it from her too, how, how it's going to be difficult. But I think everybody works together. We're going to put, they'll have a decent junior fair. Is it going to be what we're used to seeing? No, it's not. But that doesn't mean it can't still be a great, a great part of it. And, and they are a big part of this fair. Um, without the junior fair, I, it, it would it'd be very difficult to, to have the fair that we have. So as senior fair board members, we're going to do everything we can to, to help them and, and get them through it and whatever we need to do to, to, to make it all work, we'll do. You know, they don't call the Auglaise County Fair the family fair for nothing. There is just so much activity there. There's so many things that are happening. And as you mentioned, it's really geared around starting with the junior fair and then it kind of advances from there because that's what ties it all together, doesn't it, Ed? Yeah, it does. I know I've said that for years. I know there's, there's people that, you know, we don't do enough for the junior fair or we don't we don't need the senior fair. It's a, it's a junior fair show. It doesn't work. I mean, it all has to work together. I mean, we're in this together. Um, it is a family fair. You need all aspects of it. Yeah, I realize there's some people that only come down to see the livestock shows. They don't they don't come for the rest of the entertainment, but there are people that enjoy all of it. And unfortunately, somehow things need to get paid. So um, the budget for the junior fair is, is, is part of our budget, and uh, we have to generate income through the rest of the fair to be able to help cover those costs. And, and we're glad to do it because, like I said, it is a family fair. We need all of us here to, to enjoy it, and uh, it, it just it does really work well together. Well, Ed, let's talk about that contact information once again. If people want more information, you've got a great website. You've got Facebook, Twitter. Let's talk about all that contact information so people can stay on top of what's happening for this year's Auglaise County Fair. Yeah, the phone number at the Oakley's County Fair office is 419-738-2515. And, of course, you can always get a hold of me on my cell phone, 419-305-5681. Email is oglaysfair at bright.net. And our webpage is oglayscountyfair.org. And once again, you can always check them out on Facebook and Twitter as well. Ed Dunges, fair manager from Auglaise County Fair, has been our guest. Ed, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. And this has been another edition of In Ohio Country Today podcast. As always, for more information, you can always check us out on the web at inohiocountry.com.